0: Welcome to another episode of the North-South podcast. Um, yeah, Darren, all the the Premier League matches are done for the foreseeable future. i got FA Cup at the moment. Um, what is a jam-packed schedule? Cricket going on as well. Um, I'm sure you enjoyed it. I definitely did.
1: Yeah, well, good, good to see that the uh, Proccius won, uh, beat England on the first test. So after their... They, kind of uh, hectic uh, last month or two in csa uh, it was good to see that they got a result especially with uh mark Boucher taking over now um, so yeah it was good to see them win yeah. um, and
0: and and uh, yeah we spoke about it in the first one like how the pro is going to react are they going to react in terms of just crumbling or are they going to use this as fuel to try and fight um and i think they've proved it i think more now you can see it um than you could before because now the the true quality of england's coming through and it makes it clear what we did in that first test to to bowl them out like that and um especially quinton de Kock like a point on quinton de Kock is i think if he manages to to do you know he has the fourth highest strike rate of all time in tests no i didn't know that yeah he's in the top five for strike rate of all time i think if he just savors his wicket a little bit more he could be absolutely extraordinary because um, he was the difference Adam in Gilchrist the first like. test. Definitely Adam Gilchrist-like. Um, so, yeah, I think that uh, Quinton de Cox probably, probably holds the key. And um, it's Sunday, 20 past four now. Um, we're in a little bit of trouble in terms of the second test.
1: Yeah. 100 and, what, they, England 153 for two in their second. innings now with a lead of 199. Um, so, yeah, looking a bit a bit difficult um yeah. it's probably and yeah i think
0: uh, i think listen england's bowling man i think that's what needs to be spoken about yesterday um russi funded this and yes more lives than a blooming cat dude um just he, he made it count to a certain extent he got his half century um dean elgar absolutely chucked his wicket away i mean that was extraordinary extraordinary yeah, was poor decision i've never seen him do anything like that before um but england's bowling man they've uh, I think when they started targeting that one crack and you just saw how many times they hit close or onto it, you're dealing with Broad, you're dealing with Anderson, you're dealing with Stokes. Those guys are um, very, very skillful bowlers, lots of experience. Um, and now recently I've been watching, um, it looks like there's a bit of rough out for Maharaj and then there'll be a bit of rough out for England Spinner as well. So doesn't look good. It looks like the pitch is going to get worse and we somehow can't use it to get wickets at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's... It's a difficult one because they, they did both so well in the first innings. Uh, Werner Philander and uh, Nokia and all, all the boaters actually picked up wickets. Uh, they all utilized it. Mm. Um, but it's just looking a bit dead at the moment. Um, so yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's probably just... If it's become a hard, fast track that's a bit easier to bat on, it still means that South Africa will get a, a chance to bat on it. So... Uh, if, if England's batsman can work it out, uh, then in theory South Africa should do the same. Um, it'll be nice to see the likes of uh, Peter Milan and that being able to get some runs on W. Um, and, yeah, even if, if it ends, say, in the draw or something like that, it'll be good just to see them get out there and, like, fight for it mm-hmm. uh, uh, and not just throw it away. Um, yeah like they tend to sometimes
0: uh it's when south africa is number two and three batsmen are producing 10 runs in an innings yeah. South africa is not used to that at all They're usually high class averaging 50 plus batsmen in either of those positions always for the last decade or so so when you get hamza and milan just completely completely sputching throwing their wickets away and i mean the, the sad thing about hamza is that he comes on debut and he scores that that 30 some odd stays out there for close to 100 balls on debut um, it's it's sad to see like it that he hasn't built off that. Um, and especially when it comes to new players who are extraordinarily talented. It's more the mindset than the ability. I think uh, that's been seen before. Yeah. So hopefully, what they ideally would need is what they have. And that's guys like Shark sitting there, Smith in the background. Because so you know, they've guided young players through careers who've become superstars. So and South Africa has before. what they need. They've done it all before. South Africa has what they need um, to progress and Starting off good, and that win will give them a lot of credit in the series. Uh, it sort of showed that South Africa is not going to crumble and fall. And um, I think all the players showed guts. They need to dig a bit deeper now because we need more from the top-order batsmen.
1: Yeah, I think that's all. That you've, I you've think got give, we've, we've got to give them a bit of leeway with, especially Milan and Hamza, that they're they really new on in their careers. Um, or Milan's a very experienced uh Domestic uh, player, he's got over 10,000 first class runs, Um, so he's very experienced. Um, But yeah, we just need to give them a a bit of leeway. But the others need to perform around them Uh, your duplicies, your olgas. Rossi's done fantastic. Well, I'm glad to see him in the test side. Uh, He he deserves it. He's a first first player to be able to score a 50 on debut in every every format of the game. so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's there. And, yeah, it's also just figuring out, yeah, Quinton de Kock's got a much more important role now, batting at six instead of seven. Uh, so we, we we lose that specialist batsman uh, in, yeah, for uh, the all-rounder. Um, so, they're, they're, yeah, he needs to, yeah, really bat well. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's quite an important position he's taking up now. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, Pretorius and... Victorious is obviously going to be the future Philander for us, uh, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also got to, as, as much as he's got to do the bowling, he's also got to make sure that he's out there batting long periods of time and mm. making runs, uh, batting at number seven or so, like like Sean Pollock used to do for the team. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's 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 still it's a it's a newish kind of dynamic in the in the in the team. So I think we just need to give him a bit of time, um, but we know what they are capable of. Uh, this this could be a really good test squad, um, yeah. Plus minus a few players.
0: Um, yeah. Two things. First, did you see Gibbs's tweet about not scoring a hundred for three years and being dropped
1: <clears throat> in yeah. terms
0: of performance? And second thing, um, Quinton de Kock's career is starting to pan out because it's close on seventy tests now. Um, look at his average; it's not where it needs to be. Maybe the strike rate is partly to blame for that. Can he only play one way? Those two uh, things, Darren.
1: Uh, well, yeah, for Boboomine and that, I think he's rightly been dropped. Um, I think Gibbs is right in saying that if, if you're not scoring runs in that, uh, then, yeah, you shouldn't be in the side. Uh, he has been doing all right uh, for, like, in some domestic games and I think in SAA games and that I think he kept in the side and that. Um but it doesn't mean he's ready for international, yeah, the international level again. Um, he might just be going through, yeah, a blip uh, in in the career net. Um, so I think he's still he's a really good batsman. Uh, good batsman. He came close a few times to hundred. Like he's been in the eighties and things like. that. Yeah, he, I think I'm sure he has scored a hundred. Um, he, he has, he, but I mean, he hasn't in a while. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. But he is a really good batsman. Uh, you can see it in his technique and that. Um, and then.
0: Incredible fielder as well.
1: Let's yeah, not forget that. Pretty good as well. Uh, yeah, and then, and then
0: Quinton, man.
1: Yeah. His, well, let me try to pull up his, his stats quickly. Uh, but I think he is. It, it's Obviously, the one day in T20 side of things uh, is where he's most at home um so yeah he's what he's played 44 tests now um he's he's averaging 38 so it's it's pretty good um but kicking on and getting those those bigger scores if we if we look at his last um couple innings let's see what he scored um
0: I think that Dean Elgar has the be- like one of the best conversion rates of all time or something like that. I was checking out. That. I think it's something like 12 I think it's something like 14 and 1200s. That's yeah,
1: incredible. So, so for the cock, his last couple of innings have been 20 34 95 5, 4 5 31 0 111 1 86 55 80 29. So he did really good against um, Sri Lanka uh, here in South Africa, um, and then yeah, away uh, in India he was yeah not not too much to speak about besides that 111, and then yeah back in home in South Africa he scored 95 in the first test. Um, so yeah, he, he sometimes it can be a bit inconsistent, uh, but overall I think he's. He's on the right track. Um, so this, yeah, if he's sitting at an average of 38, it's not terrible. That's pretty good. He probably needs a few more than that.
0: But I mean, I know I said 70 matches. I mean innings.
1: Um, yeah, 70 innings, yeah.
0: Um, 38 for Quinton. Uh, partly maybe because he's batting with the tail a lot, so maybe you're all right in that aspect. Um, so, yeah, it's just that, that stat that he's top five, strike rate of all time, um, pretty scary stuff. Uh, exciting though considering yesterday was proper test cricket like oh barely scratching 2.6 runs and over and just like oh gosh this for the yeah. purists. say i won't lie
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah
0: another quick thing about that match um i saw someone coming out in support of four day tests and i also saw joe root's average is suffering under captaincy so We've seen some of the best batsmen just couldn't captain like um, Yeah, Something to look at there. He's way above 50 average in terms of a test player, Darren. What on earth is going on there?
1: Yeah, it's obviously the pressure on that. We, we've seen it time again uh, when it comes to players that are well-established players and teams. Darren, that,
0: have- that drop is akin to someone ending their career. When Hashim Amla's average drop like that, his age was hes starting to become... A, not as good as he was. Root, Root is young as fuck. What the hell? His average has dropped so bad, dude. What is it now? Like 47, 48?
1: Uh 48. Sad stuff.
0: Sad uh, stuff.
1: Very sad. And he's yeah, he's 29. Um, he looks in like In terms of a in terms of a number 20.
0: 3, that's young. He still he still has at least 6 years left.
1: Yeah, it's we've seen it like I said in many many players before uh, when it comes to yeah, taking a well-established player and making them captain, sometimes it works, sometimes it backfires heavily. Um, mm-hmm. And in his case, well, I, I don't know the stats on it, uh, exactly the difference between um, being captain or not captain. Um, so, yeah, uh, I can't speak too much on that. Um, I know he did have, or uh, well, he he scored some big runs um, against New Zealand. Um I think in one innings he made it a double a double century, um, mm. and before then he's been yeah scoring on and off on and off. Uh, obviously in uh, the the Ashes and that he probably didn't have a great series, um, and yeah. So I, it would have to be interesting to see <coughs> the the comparisons between the averages. Um,
0: yeah, and now and now to close off on cricket. Um, World Test Championships. Um, What's your take on the point system there? Um, They're giving, what is it, 60 for a two-series test match? Or is it more than that? 160 per Uh, game for a two-series test match.
1: No, I think Two-test
0: match series.
1: They they all... It's all... I think each test series is given... um, What's it? Yeah, I'm I'm not too sure. when
0: When I looked at it yesterday, it looks like... For a four-test series, you get 30 per win. For a two-test series, you get 60 per win. Um, to me, all right, that's a way to wait. It does make sense. I mean, you have just secured yourself to not lose the series by winning one of a two-test series. Um, so it makes sense, but it heavily favors the sides like that are constantly playing two-test series.
1: Yeah, because they just
0: any sort of win is sixty, which is two test wins in a four test series.
1: Yeah, so let's see how. It's... Okay, so a uh, num number of of uh, matches per series. So if it's two points awarded for a one is sixty. Points awarded for a task, thirty points awarded for draws twenty, and then so if it's three it's forty per game four tests thirty per game five tests then it's twenty four a game, so yeah obviously if the shorter the series the more points awarded basically, um, and and the more likely you are to to yeah jump up uh, that ladder so. The shorter your the test series, the probably better, um, but that's maybe not exactly what you want as a um, yeah as a team kind of thing because you would move, yeah and a, and the viewer. Um, I think but,
0: I think what I think the tournament vibe we wanted from the test championship compared to what we feared would happen. The fears panned out in that we're not really paying attention to it. Like yeah. we'll only pay attention to it once it gets closer to 2021 um yeah and, and because you, you would, i doubt they're playing for points they're still playing for pride they're still playing for trophies in the series they're still playing for past experiences of what's happened between the teams um, maybe it'll take some time to get adopted but yeah interesting point system
1: yeah it would be better if it was just a standard system where a oh, winner's x amount three, of points.
0: three uh, point just make it like soccer yeah
1: three points one point zero points because yeah then it's just yeah, it doesn't matter how many tests you're playing. It doesn't matter.
0: All if, men away. None of yeah, that stuff exactly. matters. Yeah. Uh,
1: whereas now it's it is kind of. But we we all knew it was going to be. Um, yeah, there's going to be some bias in it, and it was always going to favour the likes of Australia and India. At and
0: least, India. at least for the first time, we'll have a true greatest country in cricket after they award the championship.
1: Yes, it's either going to be the first Australia time ever for India, and it's probably it's probably going to be, be India.
0: India. Yes, it's probably going to be India. Yeah. Um,
1: The system Um, is made to favor them. Uh, There's no no way of getting around that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Thank goodness they aren't, like, totalitarian, like, come fucking hack us or something. They don't give a shit. Um, But, yeah, speaking about soccer point system, um, boxing day results, nothing too much that sticks out beside Southampton beating Chelsea 2-0, which I'm distraught about.
1: (laughs) Quite a surprise, I saw that, I watched that game. Uh,
0: I think um, Chelsea for the first time since I've been a fan since '03, um, is at a rebuilding stage. So instead of yeah. just going out and splurging on the best players, money Whoa. can buy.
1: They still got some bloody good players.
0: Yeah, they do. But we'd probably be going for Mane and shit like that if we were up to our old tactics. Um, <laughs> but go for the best. Mm. Um, we sort of are producing talent for Madrid over the past few years, which is disappointing in the entire world system. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Boxing Day, not too much that stood out. Um, Liverpool running amok against Leicester. We said that's going to be a key game. Turned out to show who's running the, running the show this year. Yeah. Um, it's not taking any prisoners. Uh, Saturday, 28th, fixtures continued. Nothing too much that stood out there. Um, maybe the Spurs-Norwich game, a draw 2-2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spurs showing some troubling form in the recent um, past. Under Mourinho, maybe it's an adjustment period. You know, Mourinho does things his way. You're sort of not allowed to bring a car over a certain value to practice. A whole bunch of shit that doesn't matter. But then again, he does pride himself on managing millionaires. So that's his way of doing it. Players either hate him or love him for doing it that way.
1: And there's also the Um, transfer market now as well, which needs to be also mm, interesting times. Uh,
0: Because you know the transfers that are happening in January are chaotic. Uh, no one wants to move in January. No teams want to change in January. So it's like there's always drama behind the moves that happen there. Yeah. Um, and then coming to recent form, United beating, uh, um, United getting beat by Arsenal. Yes, yeah, it's been yeah, long since good. I've seen Arsenal fans <laughs> that happy. Eh? Yes, Arsenal fans were beaming even days after that. Eh? Yeah, I
1: was quite um, surprised
0: what, what is it with, with United? Man, they've spent so much money, dude. And Pogba's out again, going for surgery. Yeah. Fuck, fuck me. That's a, a
1: situation. I, and a don't whole, I don't know why they do not just sell them. On, on back to Juventus. Let them let Juventus take the problem and then, you know, free up like what eighty million pounds and go past mm. another players. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, I think United
0: usually used to bring guys up from the. It seems like yeah. United have adopted the Chelsea way and Chelsea have adopted United way,
1: which is very weird. Two very opposite clubs. Yeah. It, just, it seemed seems at the moment like Manu are probably. Focusing on bringing up the development players. Uh, I've seen a lot of the names. I do not know uh, the, the Greenwoods and that come coming up um, and uh, I think Tomalee uh, is another one that's been more consistent in the team over the last few months. Um, so that it seems like they are taking the development players and maybe using the season uh, as like a, a, a testing breeding ground uh, for the next generation and um, and yeah, it's it's Marks Rashford has been doing pretty well. He's uh, pretty Bale. much
0: carrying the entire. Those two are pretty much carrying the entire offense. Um, I don't know for the amount you guys paid for Maguire, man, is he living up to that hype? He sort of is meant to give you guys like a freaking Kialini sort of fucking performance for how much you guys paid for him.
1: Yeah, that's probably yeah he's not probably not living up to that at all. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult. I, I think the defense wise for Man United of of since. The likes of Ferdinand, uh, Vidic, uh, and those guys, ever have left. Uh, yeah, it, it's been kind of a really weak defense. We haven't been solid. It leaves the hell a lot to do every game. Um, uh, so yeah, I think defense-wise, yeah, we we need someone like uh, a Vidic, Ferdinand, that's a consistent.
0: Do you th- do you think that the amount of money you guys have spent is putting so much pressure and causing it to be so chaotic? Because it's fine to rebuild. Rebuilding's fine within a club, but to like to be expected to produce so much, you guys have you guys don't have young players. You guys have players who are bought and proven. Like I don't know, I, me watching, I'd expect more from Luke Shaw. I'd expect more from a lot of those players, man. Like Slating Oaks run past them and shit like that, and you you prized as like one of the best wing backs and things like that mm. yeah. reputations I, are starting to slip slightly yeah um, i think it would
1: be better to maybe take a yeah a different approach and like you say rather get a younger players in uh I've and rather seen, build them and mold them
0: i've seen juan mata i've seen Matic, i've seen those guys play Darren. they're lacking motivation they're lacking they're lacking a whoop behind them that's what they're lacking uh, mata appears to have aged 50 years in the last five years the guy was played down mata was player of the decade for chelsea understand what i'm saying to you he's player of the decade for chelsea
1: yeah and then he's, he's
0: worth a lot more than what's been going on there
1: he's a, a half sub kind of guy that comes on for us now um and yeah performs maybe every, every one every 10 games um yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. I think the whole team needs a, a, a real, real good look at. And uh, if, if anything that's uh, excess needs to be cut off kind of thing.
0: Even Matic
1: yeah.
0: sometimes made Kante sit out. That's how good and, and proper he was and what a stalwart he was in midfield. Just winning every header, just, just being physical, just winning balls, just showing a bit more oomph, just right. running himself into the ground. Those players have not changed physically, they've changed mentally. So, is it management? Is it, I don't know, man. It's just a lot. It's chaotic. Very, very chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, all
1: clubs I, go through it. Though, but very I, chaotic. I, I, those two in particular will probably be sold by the summer. I <laughs> yeah, oh, I think, God. yeah. Okay. We can stop uh, talking yeah. about okay, right, let's, bad, our, Yeah, yeah, sorry, Chelsea sorry, higher, man. Higher the no, lower. but shit,
0: Chelsea's in a bad, bad way, man. Talk about inconsistency. Um, I'll always stand by this. They're going to ruin Lampard's career by bringing him in so young. Um, the guy was pretty much poised to be as long be at Chelsea as long as, as Ferguson was at United. There'd be very little he could do to make us let him go. Um, the win against Arsenal goes a long way in terms of morale for the players. Young club, young manager, different mindset. The club's changing and it's regrowing and it's building. So if you can just sort of keep draws and wins, good. Just the losses. The losses need to be cut out. The clean sheets need to start coming again. We've got excellent defense. You've got excellent keeper. You've um, got one of the best captains in the league, in my opinion, through Azpilicueta. Played left back in a Premier League winning season. Um, now playing right back. Can play wing back. You can change the formation. There's just so much space. So much like potential. Um, if Abraham stops being a twat and stops being selfish, I think it would help a lot. <laughs> Um, but He's yeah, really a lot young. to look forward to. He's very young, yeah. And um, I see United are also in for him as well. Really? Abraham. Uh I'm not sure whether it was City or United, my bad. But someone, someone's probably, in
1: for him. Probably City.
0: So yeah, um, move on to basketball. You can finish off with basketball. We said the battle for the West, battle for the East is going to go down. Um, do we have our answers? Clippers uh-huh. managed to beat Lakers in that important match. Yeah. It was close, but all the players were on the court and what happened happened and Clippers came out on top. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, then again, that means nothing because the Clippers just lost last night to a John Morant led Memphis. Who's, who's a rookie coming out of Duke with Zion Williamson. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, John Morant literally broke ankles. Dudes were falling over and shit. Iconic shit was happening last night. Um, And I I was watching that match. And then you get um, battle for the East 76ers and box. Um, Why does it escape me? Who won that one? That was yeah. That was on Christmas Day, and 76ers came out on top. I and mean, you can't expect Giannis to do everything. Bucks have a Seventy Sixers have better All Star core in terms of um, their experience, in terms of having a center. Go, Joel,
1: Joel Embiid. Joel played, Embiid played like coming out of Africa, doing great things. Yeah, they, it seemed like, well, from what what I heard, and that, it seemed like he was destined for for greatness. But he's kind of just been on and off the track. Uh, and but every this season in particular, uh, he's really when he does play, he, he plays uh, and yeah. he's, he scores scores a lot uh, and yeah, he's probably been one of the key players for them. Um, yeah,
0: and I mean if you look at what happened last season, that final shot that, that Leonard hit in the Eastern Conference Final to get to the final and ultimately beat the Warriors, that was it was one shot. Embiid was one shot away from going there instead of Leonard and them. Mm. Um, Embiid could have been there and it looked like Embiid... Embiid was sick for one match in that Easter Conference final, injured for the next match, and then sick for another match. And he still managed to push them. So you've got to rightfully say, if 76 has made it to that final, what would have happened? Mm. Um, and you've got to look at that closely. So I think Embiid's got a massive chip on his shoulder. Because, I mean, he cried like a baby when they lost. Such a meme. Literally like uh, like a baby. Literally crying like a baby. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be very, very interesting to watch. All-Star week coming up. Dunk contest coming up. Three-point contest coming up. It's the best time of year to be a basketball fan. All the little little games and little sort of posturing and, and all-star dunks and East versus West. and
1: yeah, it's a- one other thing was uh, Williamson, uh, I think in, in the last Pelicans game, uh they he was warming up with the team and that and wow seeing him like just yeah in practice on that, what a figure. That guy's huge yeah, he's, that he's guy like-
0: enormous. Basically a football player playing basketball. So yeah, watch out for him. He's back. It's basically like what we waited for this year. And then it was such an anti climax because he got injured just before the season started. But yeah, man, look out for that. Look out for those highlights. Yeah. Dunk of the uh, year coming from him. Definitely. <laughs> It's going to flatten people, man. Watch out for that.
1: Yeah, so hopefully we'll see him soon uh, playing for the Belicans uh, before yeah, then, we'll, before the season's out.
0: Yeah, and then hopefully we can speak about a South African win coming up against England yeah. in our next podcast. <laughs> or even a draw, to be honest with you. I'd take a draw.
1: Yeah, I would take a draw in the position we are at now. Um... Thanks for listening, and please remember to subscribe and follow us on our different social media pages. Catch you next time.